You haven't gone outside in three days. <laughs> it's been really hot. Hannah's not working on that summer body. She's not getting that summer tan. Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely not. All right. I was like, that summer body. It's just this body. (laughs) It goes through. It's an all-season body. didn't notice until just now i have a big boy it's a 9.5 percent Woo! it's smooth though hannah's got the tall can got the big it doesn't boy. taste like a 9.5 percent. how many how many ounces is the ounces looks like the 24 ounce this is 3.2 fluid ounces that can't be right <laughs> Yeah, be, I don't know. That might oh, be here it is. 19.2. 568 milliliters for our um, non-American listeners. Or science listeners. Or them. It's like all our listeners. Do we have listeners anymore? We've, Non-American it's like we've been science. On, it's like we've been on an unofficial hiatus. Um, it feels kind of like, like we got to figure out how to come back with a vengeance. TCST went on an official hiatus, but I don't know if Meredith ever released the announcement. (laughs) So maybe I'm announcing it here. (laughs) And with that, we are Plans Are Optional. This episode is brought to you by Hannah and Marty. Uh, Yeah, this week we're we're back at you. Um, No, we're not on a hiatus. It's just life right now is a little chaotic for... It's summertime. Well, one of the reasons we went on hiatus is because one of our, on TCT, we're moving, and one of our hosts is also in the middle of moving. It's a very time-consuming activity. Yeah, we're, and and we have another host who's in Hawaii. Um, it's also, have... tomorrow is the 4th of July. The fact that we are here kind of means we have nothing else to do with our lives. It's Fair. Like, it's like a holiday extended weekend. And it's fitting because like out of the five of us that are normally on this podcast we are the two with probably the least life going on you had a meeting today i had i answered one email so i'm not gonna say i took the day off (laughs) but i only got one email (laughs) so hannah worked for 10 minutes build for eight uh yeah so uh i love it all right well uh, it is that time of the episode where uh hannah we need a to define or let the God, listeners in. What is this podcast? On what... Maybe we should ask the listeners. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of worried that this is going to be a Hannah Marty, like, off the rails. Like, What is this? What is this? I don't know. You tell us. <sighs> I don't know. I haven't felt like I haven't been here for a while. That's why you're primed to fill us in on what we are doing. Well, I haven't caught up with anything I've missed, so I actually don't know what this podcast is about anymore. Um, what's well, a time for me to paint my nails, which I decided to do right now, even though I need to talk. Uh, okay. Um, I can't really do two things at once. This works better when there's more than just the two of us and I'm painting my nails. 
All right. So this podcast is usually five people, but right now it's two uh, people that are friends, longtime friends that are getting together, chat about the week, talking about whatever weird stuff they need to talk about um, that comes need. up through natural discussion. And, you know, sometimes we go off the rails. Sometimes we get very deep, very philosophical. And then I'm not feeling deep. I'm feeling very shallow. I was going to say, then usually one of us ruins it, but then, yeah. <laughs> By, how did we, me or you ruin it? Why are they letting us do the podcast? I, I don't know why, why they're letting us fly so low out of everybody here. Oh, um, dear. So with that, we are plans are optional. We're glad that you're listening to us, and thank you. Um, with that, Hannah, what's new? What what have you been up to? It's been a little bit since you've, you've been uh, around. So that usually means something's going on. Um, I mean, not a ton. I just saw my parents a lot over the last month and a half. So they were... Yeah, you have. I know it was weird. It was super weird. So they were here on and off in May at my place. And then I went to Minnesota a week and a half ago um, for about a week to see them but mostly to see jessica because she had a conference there and so we met up in minneapolis to stay with my parents so how was minneapolis what what are the hannah hannah in the city adventures oh well i did find the weirdest store i could find on the internet i took my parents to there and they bought me a taxidermied magpie for an early christmas present that just arrived in the mail yesterday (laughs) what (laughs) I found a weird shop. <laughs> I found a shop that makes sense for who I am as a person, and it sells like skulls and weird old medical supplies and a lot of taxidermy. And I brought my parents there. Okay. Okay. So, what is the shop called in Minnesota? It's called Twelve Vultures. Twelve Vultures. It has an Instagram. It's ran by a very nice guy. He knows a lot about his uh, weird stuff. Uh, whatever okay so why why did you have a goal of taking your parents to the weirdest shop you could find well I asked what I wanted to do and so I googled weird things to do in Minneapolis fair enough that's on point for you I should expect nothing less Um, uh yeah so so what was the determining factor for weird for you? Or what was the weirdest thing about this show? Well, I just Googled it. And you get those lists of like weird things to do in every city. And most of the time, they're kind of boring. There's not a ton of weird stuff to do in Minneapolis. But this was a cool little shop. But something had to like gravitate. Like like make this. Oh, the like, dead animals. The dead animals. So you're just a taxidermy ca- fan. I am a huge taxidermy fan. What did my mom call it? Oh, fuck. I forgot what she called it. <laughs> She said it was like a zoo for dead things or something, but she, <laughs> something better than that. I forgot what she was calling it, but I was like, oh, God. She caught, she bought a little rabbit fur. <laughs> All right. So, so even mom mom came away with a souvenir from this adventure. Uh-huh. And you got a taxidermy magpie. Why magpie? Um, It was the only taxidermy magpie in the shop. Uh, I was like, hey, he had a bunch of... um crows taxidermied crows that i really liked but then i liked the magpie 
a little more uh, interesting feather pattern. The tail feathers are pretty iridescent. It's very pretty. Its name is Magdalene. Magdalene. So you named it too? Uh-huh. Is it perched on something? Where are you displaying this magpie? Well, it comes perched on a little thing, but I have it. My mom was extremely afraid that my cats were going to attack it. Oh, that's she fair. Was, I don't know if it is, but she's like, you got to put it somewhere they can't find it. So I have it on top of um, this like china cabinet that I got from my grandma that I have a bunch of skulls in, plus some teacups. That's also on point. <laughs> it is. And so it's on top of that. And it's also right next to the um, pinata that Meredith sent for our one year anniversary of TCT. So now there's two things on the top of that china cabinet. All right. This is a. Uh... A, so a bang and start <laughs> i know well hopefully this could become a little tradition and i'll bring them back to 12 vultures every time i go to minnesota which is only in the summertime so maybe i'll get them to buy me one christmas present a year in june <laughs> that's, that's just amazing that you want a taxidermied magpie as your christmas present like it's what every girl it's dreams of isn't it? It's, it's so nice. It's really cute. I really like it. I smile whenever I see it. It's in the kitchen. I mean, that's where dead things are supposed to be, right? They're supposed to be in the kitchen. I suppose. That's the way you want to think about it. I mean, because, like, my, my cuts of meat, they're dead. Um, the Ooh. my My veggies have been uprooted or killed essentially so i mean the kitchen it's a good place to to have dead things well my other dead thing lives in the living room which is in the living room but what's your other dead thing the stoat the stoat i don't know that i know i stole it from uh um it was in the basement at Walla Walla, and I brought it up to my office, and then I took it with me when I graduated. <laughs> it definitely wasn't for me. <laughs> no one... It was in a storage closet. They have all this cool taxidermy that they just keep in a storage closet in the basement and never use, so... Now, at your places of education, do they have, like, a taxidermied hall of animals or things to look at um so at davis no but they have an entomology museum that i haven't been to but i assume it is a bunch of pinned bugs yeah pinned bugs which i am also think is super cool but i haven't been to it but i don't think they have a taxidermy you were you were pretty good at sexy gnats so fruit flies fruit flies that's the one i can still do that I don't know how you do it, but... It's really easy. There's a little, like, black dot on the butt or not, basically. <laughs> and some other shit, but mostly that. A black dot on the butt. All right. All right, so, so that... uh, other adventures in Minnesota with uh, with Jess, with Jessica? Um, what did we do? Uh, because she's engaged now. 
No, she's been married for a oh, while. Oh, she's married. Oh, yeah. Forgot people do that. <laughs> for like three years. Uh, um, no, we were there at the um, same time that the wildfires smoke was really bad uh, from Canada. And a little heat wave broke, so we didn't actually go outside very much. But Oh, yeah, because the smoke probably mm-hmm. bakes it. It was it's just little... not great. We did go to a grocery store that had a bar. Oh, of course. Of course. It's the Midwest. <laughs> my, dad, my dad suggested that one. Um, God, I don't remember. We were just like... I don't remember, honestly, and it was not that long ago. I mean, a lot of it was... Oh, I saw my friend Alex from Woods Hole because he had just submitted his dissertation, so he's wrapping up too so that was fun oh i got a nice hot dog at a bar that makes sense with mayo uh with kimchi mayo kimchi mayo what it was like and like some uh i don't know where the toppings are but some like toppings it was good but of course with mayo Uh, (laughs) gross um yeah Oh, kind of just chilled. Jessica was in her last week of a of a, a summer school course, so she actually had a lot of homework to do. <laughs> so, you know, just kind of hung out, whatever. So I, I will hang out. I will drink beer while you do your homework. And yeah, basically, I read a book. Obviously, oh, we went to a couple bookstores. <laughs> Duh. Any any finds? I know we have a an avid reader in our listenership. Um, well, I always like to buy books on a uh, on a vacation as a vacation treat. Are you uh buy the book and then like leave it on the airplane so like the next person Fuck can no. read it? Do I look like a free library to you? <laughs> I'm I'm asking the question. My parents uh, do that. So hell. Unless I hate the fucking book. But, um, no. Um, no. That just makes me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Why does it make you feel uncomfortable? Ugh. I just hate it. Okay, well, I didn't do that. I mean, would you? I haven't read the books that I read, that I bought in Minnesota yet, because I had brought two books to read while I was there. I always buy books as a... I'm on vacation treat. And then I read them later. Gotcha. Okay. So question about the 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 book leaving as a mm-hmm. as a traveler and you notice a book was left. Would you pick it up and take it with you and read it? Depends on the book, but I'm pretty picky. Although my um at my job one of the instructors is this older dude. He knows I like to read, so he brings me books and just gives them to me after he's read them, and they're all, like, weird fiction stuff I would never read on my own, so I'm reading a lot of weird shit at work. <laughs> and those ones I would leave behind. Uh, but Well, you have plenty of downtime. You work for I 10 do. minutes, bill for 8 hours, so... I'm, um... I'm... Watching uh, the TV show Suits. Have you ever seen it? No. 
Oh, of course not. You don't watch a lot of TV. I was like, no, of course um, not. It's me. So it's about a lawyer or a law firm. Right? Oh, I know what it's about. And I get the gist. I'm, 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 you may know, but our listeners may not know. Mm. Um, so this is all for I for- you, I Hannah. I forgot about them. <laughs> Maybe that's why our listenership has isn't growing. We, we forget about our listeners. I'm not sure if we have any. Um, so Suits, it's a law firm in New York. And um, one of the things they talk about, I wouldn't say it's often, but one of the lawyers is like, I got, I got, I got more billables. I got bigger billables than, than the, another lawyer and his client list is bigger. And it's just one of those things. So if you're racking up those billables there, Hannah, go for it. Just. I'm definitely not racking up those billables. <laughs> <laughs> I'm salaried. <laughs> well, you know, it, it is what it is. Just a saying. Just work for 10, count the I don't even hour. want to rack up billables, but yeah, work for 10, whatever. I only got one email today, so I don't think anyone else was working very hard either. Tomorrow's a holiday, so. It is a holiday, and I have to work on the holiday. I gotta really? go. Yeah, uh, it's one of my holidays I get off, but um, we have an event at 4th of July in the park here, and so we need volunteers to man the table, essentially, so to speak, Um, talk to people. So you don't have to, you volunteered. Uh, No, I I have to now because there's our morning shifts covered, like everybody's there in the morning, our afternoon shifts, like nobody signed up <laughs> also nobody signed up in that five to six o'clock hour of taking down so <laughs> um it looks like it's me so which is okay um it is what it is is there so, like an event happening at the park is uh, more than just you guys or are you guys just gonna have a booth at the park have you have you never been to fourth of july in the park in walla walla no well, I mean, like everything growing up, it used to be a lot better, right? <laughs> um, and Life. At, at Pioneer Park, which is a central historic park in Walla Walla, um, they have this circle roundabout part. So it has a north and a south entrance. And you go there, it's one way. So you drive in a circle and surround a gazebo kind of thing. But in there, around the gazebo, they'll play like a stage. So all throughout the day, they'll have like different community groups, like uh, um, the high school band will come and play. They'll have some singers. They'll have an orchestra that'll come and play and whatnot. And they'll they'll just be other things, square dancing. It's you know, classic Americana stuff. But on the outside, they will have booths and f- carnival food or food trucks or anything. And so hmm. as a community organization, we have a booth essentially there. So. We're going to be taking some costumes. We're going to be taking some. Uh, we made a miniature golf hole, so we'll be taking that. <laughs> we'll be um, doing some oh, other God. things. So, uh, yeah, and just kind of just hanging out at at the park. So, Yeah, I definitely never went to that. <laughs> which is a shame because they have hot dogs there, Hannah. Okay, because I was going to say, I don't really, I'm not really into high school marching bands or square dancing. Like, uh, growing up, uh, one of the big things in Walla Walla, there used to be this uh, amphitheater out by Fort Walla Walla. Do you not and have it was, that anymore? 
open. Well, it's it's being renovated, right? So there's oh. another group that's trying to bring it back. But the cast would come and do what are called cuttings or little bits of this of the of the musical. So like some people would sing some songs from the musical or do a little bit of of a scene. Um, I would go to that. To and so there's a there's a list of times of like what's going on at different times. So like okay. they have a, f- a flag raising and they have other stuff. Okay, so Hannah's back. That means we're back. And by Hannah's back, she didn't actually go anywhere. I didn't do she, anything. She just I'm here. Through, but I've been I, here. I just cut out the little conversation about us taking a break, but we don't need to. So we're gonna power on. That's right. She's a trooper. Um, <laughs> so back to the balloon stampede. It would happen at a park, and there'd be booths and vendors and uh, artisans and and crafts and other things and it would be in this neighborhood park um had predominantly wide open spaces so hot air balloons would take off from the from the park and they would park do was it in? uh howard titan ah titan yep that's the street i used to work on and so uh and i never went to that either you, you missed out Nicholas cool because they would inflate the balloons at night and then they'd light up with the with the torches from the there but they'd be tethered down so they wouldn't actually I thought take that was off. like an early morning thing and I was like meh you thought night glow no was no no an early morning thing there was an early morning thing yeah that's the launch I don't remember a thing called night glow at all but they would launch in the morning well whatever I never went one time when I was growing up and I was about eight years old, a hot a hot air balloon made an emergency landing in our driveway. So I've seen it. Heck yeah. I mean, they're pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty super fucking random. Um, I was only eight, so I don't really remember very much else about it. But um, How big is your driveway? Well, it was like kind of like right where the driveway meets the street. My my neighborhood was super old though, so there's a lot of trees. So they were just trying to find a spot where they could land it without going into a tree. Basically, successfully did not go into a tree. I don't really know why they had to emergency land per se, but that's ballsy. It's it was super random. I mean, those things are light. They're I mean they're fairly uh, durable, but they're like you don't like you can't touch them very much. No, and once it's landed, you're like. Oh, it's pretty big. It's taken up most of the street. Not it was a neighborhood. Yeah. It wasn't like a busy street or anything. You get around it, but it was just it was a weird thing to happen. We have a picture of it somewhere. So, um yeah. It's probably on VHS. I think my dad videotaped it. We used to have a tuba festival as well. Oh, I never knew about the tuba festival. Yeah. It that's was a, That's just just tubas. <laughs> yeah. Um, just tubas. And no, no other other instruments. <laughs> random, random connection to to myself. Actually, um, one of the reasons Walla Walla had a balloon stampede or a hot air balloon stampede. Um, my dad's cousin, I called him Uncle Jack growing up. He was the first alumni director of Whitman College. Uh, he graduated from Whitman, became the alumni director, and um, from there he convinced uh, a hot air balloonist to come to town and mm-hmm. take off from the middle of, of Whitman of Whitman, and invited uh, uh, what w- would later become the mayor of the town to come see it as well. And he was like, Oh, that's so cool. I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. So that mayor 
person uh, went and got his ballooning license, and then the, they oh, started. Yeah. Huh. They started uh, like a year or two later. The hot air balloon festival started coming to town. But back to the tuba festival, right? So um, yeah, sure. Jack, <laughs> he he was always a really creative and inventive guy. He was like, you know what? We're gonna. He's big on our German heritage, which we're actually Germans. I was like, Russia. is the tuba the um, wah, 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 like the oompa yeah. music kind of uh, music? So, so my family's German, but World War One, they moved to they moved to Russia by the Black Sea, and then they, um, I guess after World War One, before World War Two, they came over. Um, That's probably they, wise. Uh, in there, and so, uh, by my family, if if you talk to a good portion of my family, or we're proud Germans. It's like we're, we're not. <laughs> we're, we're, we're Russian, um, but with that German heritage, they were like, "We're gonna play some tuba music." And so he got a bunch of tubas, tuba players around, and they play tuba songs downtown Walla Walla. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> on on uh, first in Maine, <laughs> and that was kind of the extent of it. It would be like an afternoon. Okay. And, and then because he was a bartender. Um, they would go over and drink at the turf, which um, is not no longer there. But yeah, there you go. Jack okay. was an interesting fellow. He was a uh, he was a bartender. He was an alumni director. Oh, Jack! Jack a was a balloonist, the, a tubaist, enthusiast the most at least. Interesting man you would ever meet. A his laugh would fill whatever room that you were in. Uh, you're singing Christmas carols at the holiday. You would hear him outside from wherever <laughs> you were. Um, but he, my dad gave me some advice when I was going to college. He goes, go to college to get a degree that you can make a living in. Don't get a degree that makes you an interesting person. <laughs> and okay, he would okay. say, and, and look you at your Uncle Jeff, up. For, for example. Yes, and how are you feeling about that advice now, Marty? Oh, uh Totally should have listened to my dad. How did a political science <laughs> help you get a job? Um, it helped me actually with, with grant writing. So I've, oh, um, wow. and when I worked for the school districts, it was, you know, it, it was a political, like, or not political, but the program was um, government funded. But part of what we had to do in my position is that we had to uh, provide data and evaluation and look at reports and stuff. So it helped me analyze in that capacity i am going to throw it out there you could get that experience with a lot of different degrees but yeah but <laughs> i'm gonna say as you described my job uh but yeah anyway I, again i i switched my degree because i was putting long hours doing homework and other things and i wasn't getting the grades i was expecting at the time and with that you know in the freshman year you have weed out classes oh of course and junior and sophomore year when you're in your when you're in your weed out engineering class and you're putting a group of four people and the three other people are mechanical engineers and they don't want to do anything that's not mechanical but your grades all depend on the other projects as well and there's only one mechanical project you're like Guys, come on. What? A, I mean, you guys are fucking freshmen. Get over yourself. 
yeah, but if they they had no inclination to work on any other project or anything. So I, I effectively was the team lead on three projects, and by team lead, I did the whole thing um, because they would hardly ever show up. And so, well, I'm professor, just saying, as freshmen, mechanical engineers—they're not—they're just fucking freshmen. They're not yeah. mechanical engineers. It's not their fucking identity. They need to let go of that a little bit. It was to the point where my my engineering prof, he would. Um, he saw they weren't showing up and doing things. He's like, I feel bad for you. You're like, here, I'm going to, I'm going to, this other group wants to do another, um, bio, uh, bio, uh, something engineering stuff. And so they were going to do an extra project. So I got added into that to help raise my grade. Um, oh, okay. So I was so like, I was thank like, you to for save more work. my grade. I was already doing more work, but to yeah. save my grade, I got put in to do more work. So I was like, I'm, I'm, and then that's on top of taking college level calculus after not being a math class for a year. And then, which I could do the math. I couldn't do it when we had to go and do math in the computer lab and program it into the computer and graph it and then get like a printout. Like I couldn't do that part. I could do the math by hand. I couldn't do it programming on this damn computer program they had and then uh uh chem chem 105 chem for chem or people that had chemistry already i could do the chem and the tests so my my uh it was 80 percent class and lecture stuff so test and quizzes and then 20 percent was your labs Mm -hmm. so i had like like ninety percent in the in the lecture, but with the labs, I a I had a TA who was in um, ag science and didn't know how to do like any of the stuff, and I, it just meant my lab grade like severely tanked. So I got like when I say tanked, I got a, a like a B minus in the class, but like mm-hmm. my tests and quizzes were like pretty much um like i was having like a a low a until Mm -hmm. i got to the lab part so it was all and do the work i can't do the lab part and the lab part pisses me off so i was like fuck you (laughs) fuck you i'm gonna go write papers (laughs) i'm just like all i want to do well no i don't but i do like the lab part of things of course now i'm like i don't even want to write papers but i don't have to write grants so fuck i know you kind of went on a weird Oh, fuck you. Now I gotta write grants? One of the worst fucking things to ever write. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get on my soapbox here okay. a little bit. Um, so writing grants for organization or for people that are in need and there's a distinct and clear need of mm-hmm. like resources, very easy. Like I can come up, I can I can do that left and right. I now work at a community theater that is volunteer based predominantly serving our like the patrons are essentially older have money and donations so it's like a lot of that it's an entertainment thing we're not serving or impacting a need we're not mm-hmm. fixing a, a, a problem in our community where what would argue access to arts is something important what kind of grants are you writing though? Government 
ones? I, I'm writing literally whatever grants that I can come across that will fit the organization. Um, but it's like, all right, how does this grant, like, um, combat this issue? You're like, we put on plays. It's like my cover letters. <laughs> Why do you want this job? I would like to live. I like money, and I'm okay at science. Whereas, like, I, I'm trying to, I, it, we're trying to, like, change the auditorium to make it more accessible for ADA, mm-hmm. um, American Disabilities um, Access. And it's like, great, that's a, that's a cause, it's this. Um, like, it's, it's noble, but it's not, like, whole on like grant worthy of like hey we're gonna provide access and education and yeah, really i don't focus understand and, and prop who up you're this. getting these grants from and so that that's why it's hard in my it position. sounds like you're really trying to force a grant and in my experience yeah. a waste of time <laughs> but well, um this past year though in my job performance i raised twenty thousand dollars more than they anticipated so in in less than a year so I did well. I don't know that I'm going to be able to replicate that. That's like. You're like, I got that. I, <laughs> I got that really one well. weird grant that will never happen again. I did really well. And and also the hard part is, and, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, this is work. This is personal stuff. And Andrew doesn't like this. But part of it is um, if working as a school district i knew if i wrote the grant i had to execute it or manage it and and like have my employees execute the grant right yeah Um, i work in a volunteer organization now where i don't get to act i don't get to be a part of the artistic component i go okay here's the money go do it (laughs) like there's no you're the money guy there's no there's no way for me to in like do you still have to write the um Here's what we do with all the money. Yes. That ah, is- that sucks. And so it's and like, here's how we report it and everything else. And it's challenging. Like, I compl- like this challenging is different and completely different than I anticipated. But it's, I'm not saying it's not rewarding. It's just, it's. I was going to ask, do you like your job, Marty? It's. It is just challenging in different ways than I anticipated. Okay. So. Fair. There you go. That's a very diplomatic answer. I still don't know whether you like your job. That's fine. Like I knew, uh, I, I knew when, when you have an organization with an extended history and people that are attached to certain things, you're not going to turn the boat around. Right. In yeah. In as swift motion. It's going to take, take some time, but like this might be where you and i are very different marty because i'm like i don't care where the boat is going just pay me (laughs) i'm not trying to turn a boat around or make a boat from scratch or anything here and and i I am just uh being very accommodating to everyone around me and everyone loves me and then i go home and never think about it again Um, i love my job have i mentioned that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you work for 10 minutes and you build for I'm eight. having a great sub. Well, that was today. Today is basically a holiday. I'm working right? with the prep lab this month, actually. We're having a great time. We're going to go get teriyaki tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Wednesday. 
We already mm. have plans for lunch. <laughs> get some for me too. That's one thing I do miss. I don't have somebody like go get lunch with on a consistent basis. Um, or like get lunch with. Well, they supposed to said he'll teach me how to make Indian food. So hopefully I will hold him to that because I've been bringing them snacks because I've been baking a lot more now that I don't have a PhD to worry about. You're baking in the summer? Um, okay, let me just say, it's actually been decent here until Friday. And we are in the middle of this fucking terrible heat wave. And we haven't had one yet all year, which is why I haven't gone outside in three days. Because it's been about 108 degrees all the time. Um, so before, before Friday, the weather actually wasn't bad here. Uh, so yes, I was baking before. Now I'm not. Well, you are a baker. I am a baker. That is is you. I do have air conditioning. It's not like... I'm not baking right now, though, because it... (laughs) It's been a really miserable couple couple last couple days. And we're not... We're not used to it, because it, like... Usually it gets hot like this by, like... End of April, beginning of May. So we've been really spoiled. Let's talk about the weather. Um. Anyway. Hey. Um. I'm. It's been quite mild here too. Yeah. So we were all surprised by this. <laughs> well, I'm just I gotta get used to gonna... it because they will be coming back a lot now. But it's okay. I'm not yeah. gonna do any yard work again for months at this point, though. Like, oh, it tipped over 90 degrees. I'm out. I'm done. That's hot. 90? <laughs> Outside? 90 not bad. In the sun? 90 is not bad. Get your, get your, you know, your sunblock on. Get your big brimmed hat. You can, you can absolutely, absolutely do that. Fuck no. <laughs> Also, did I say it's 108 degrees? It's almost 20 degrees hotter than you're talking about. Well, I'm just saying that once it hits 90 for you, you're like out. You're like, I'm in. I'm inside. I'm not doing this anymore. Oh, I am. I do say that. Um, Here, I was was trying to be nice for my dog, right? I was like, oh, like, we don't get the pool out as often for her. Like, she has her own doggy pool. And I was like, I I, I imagine that's a little, you know... um, it could be nice for her to like be able to run through something and get her a, a nice like splash pad that would fill up with water and like you know sprinkle have some like you know oh, a little, little sprinkler little going yeah and then they, like tilts in the middle so like it kind of has a small pool so like she can get her paws wet and everything else and just cool off. Dog won't go in it. Really? <laughs> just- did she like water before or is she just turning up her nose at this thing or she's liked water before um especially when she's younger she's not as big on water in her you know at 10 fair um, enough i'm less into going swimming now in my 30s than i was as a child i mean it's just I, I went and I, I got it I got it back out. It was like we're gonna try this again and I got it all set up and I She's just watching you like hmm. And then I went and I stood in the middle and then she like came over and I was like, Come on in, come on in and she just like 
put one paw in and then it changed the direction of the fountain. She's like, I'm out. I'm out. Nope. <laughs> and it's not even, it, it's not even like a big like fountain. It's like a trickle <laughs> like kind of thing. And nope. Like, I think I just got to like pick her up and like put her in there. I'm sure she'll love way. that. I, she's a black lab. Like, she's I a know. lab. She's I know. She should like really water. like water a lot. I have, I mean, you, you kind of grew up with her, like, or <laughs> yes. she kind of grew up with you. I was going to say what? Sure. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you were around her from like zero to like, I want to say two. Yeah. With her. And she would play in the sprinkler. She would do all sorts of stuff. She'd run around. She loved playing in the sprinkler. She loved getting it, but not now. I'm going to say it's getting older. I don't want to go swimming either very often too much work ah you're missing out you gotta deal with like being all gross afterwards it depends on where you're swimming <laughs> i haven't been swimming in a long ass time well that when's you the go last time that? i've been swimming don't they have a pool at davis there can't be a lot of students around go to the rec center no they do have a pool i don't want to go to it what would i do in it just sit there Part of it's it is pool. part of it is like a lap pool, but I don't want to swim. Swim some laps. Swim. I don't know. I'm not gonna do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I know myself here. We're we don't even need to waste time with this suggestion. I'm not doing that. <laughs> know thyself. Know thyself. When's the last time I've been swimming. It's probably been more than a year. Holy shit. Might be two years. Probably the last time I went camping with Andrew, we might have gone swimming. Actually, you guys went to the beach a few times, didn't you? Uh, The beach a few times, and then we also camped up in Humboldt, but like by a river. Um, that's, that's the last time I remember swimming, I think. Might have been that river. Huh. I can't can't swim in the same river twice so i don't even know what river it is to be honest help me <laughs> well you're really not swimming I'm in the same really river not twice. gonna or i might and not know it because i'm not exactly sure what i was doing the first time but no right. i'm an inside girl when it gets hot and when it gets cold i'm just gonna say you're you're just I'm a girl. an inside girl <laughs> all right one second, I need to grab another beer. Okay. So inside girl, what what what's going on with your inside activities? Just reading, baking. I have started stretching. Stretching, doing the yoga stuff. Uh, doing the Pilates. Not quite the yoga yet. This is like just literally just stretching just trying to stretching for flexibility so trying to just loosen up a little bit because i can't i'm very tight so i'm hoping if i start stretching that's my new thing that i've added uh like two days ago i started two days ago (laughs) all right new trend start stretching two days ago uh yes like a stretch to get like the wine glass stretch to get the beer no it's a whole Oh, I bring the mat out and everything, loosen up, 
and I'm hoping that it will um, make me feel better, especially if I have to sit a lot, like, because I've been having, if I sit at my desk all day, I'm a complete disaster at the end of the day. So, stretching. I'm stretching. Standing, standing desks are amazing. I know. Well, I don't have a standing desk. I have a weird mismatch of, like, three different desks put together. Although I, I assume I'm not going to spend that much time in my office till probably September anyway, so it's fine. But no, I'm stretching now. So I've stretched twice <laughs> since the beginning of this her, month. She's waving her arms like she just don't care. I don't. And they, you can see how I don't have a very big range of motion. <laughs> so I'm working on that. I I feel you. Um, I... Was it you or Tom? Uh, it was a few episodes back. I think I think it was the last time I was here. Um, I talked about going out and playing frisbee at a pickup game. You did, right? Yeah. I yeah. Did, 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 did like we Tom. talk about that? Uh, yes, we did because it wrecked you. It wrecked me. So I signed up for the summer league. Right, but what, at the Thursday. wrong time or something. It starts Thursday, and then it plays games every Wednesday for eight weeks. So I'm doing it. I'm full, full oh. in, full send. Here we go. I thought you had, like, a conflict or something with it. Anyway, good for you. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm talk about being tight. Uh, my ankle is still tight, and Ooh, we're going to do this. Tape them up, baby. This is a way that I knock on wood can't hurt my ankle <laughs> through all of the stretching but um yeah so that's the new thing i'm doing very baby stretches Ooh. is there any particular one that you're finding difficult or that is like the right like well the eh, very that's... first one is basically the one where you like stand up tall you bend at the waist and you go and like basically Touch your toes well like, more like gripping behind your calves basically checking out uh stretching out your hamstrings and i was like i cannot bend that far <laughs> so i'm like bending and like grabbing up halfway down my thigh i'm like this is it's stretching me it's just it's not a very <laughs> I'm definitely feeling a stretch, but it's definitely not what the model is doing. <laughs> but I can't, you know I cannot do that like complete bend down right in the middle and get down to my toes. Those are they're Just far like away. The, the like, <laughs> yeah, that like. was like nope. <laughs> I've never been able to touch my toes before, so I guess maybe I could try to put that as a goal, but. I bet you Neil would love to help you. Or okay, no, because the time that I told Neil that I was doing yoga and getting dizzy, he just went, ha! And that was the <laughs> conversation. <laughs> well, Neil so, does hot yoga. I right? don't think Neil would love to help me. <laughs> uh, Neil, Neil's a very helpful guy. He's Neil's in Hawaii eating pie right now. And it's completely unhelpful because it makes me really want some pie. I mean, what kind of pie is it? Like I don't pie even... pie or is it like pizza pie? I don't know what he meant by he's at a pie shop. Hawaii's not known for like a specific kind of pie, I don't think. I I don't know. 
But yeah, or if there's like a pie place in Hawaii that's super famous that I don't know about, but I just like pie. There you go. Oh, dude, this is going to be really boring. I got a pastry cutter. Do you know what that is? Uh, well, uh... it's like one of those. It's like a metal thing that has grooves in it. And so you can cut cold butter into flour without having to use your hands. Oh. And it, I used it for the first time to make these scones that I made last week. Life-changing, Marty. Absolute. I am contemplating learning how to make pies, and making pie is my least favorite thing to do. Didn't we? Didn't we make pies? Back Dude, did we I... make the dough though? We made. I, lasagna. I... I remember making lasagna a couple times. Did we make pie? I I think I made a pie for. Well, I made a turkey, and I think I made a pie for mm. one of our Thanksgivings. I'd make a pie with like a like a cookie crust or something like that I'm fine with, but not a dough crust. Deanna's definitely made pies before. I have always put my foot down at making dough, pie dough. But my horizons are expanding. I might get into pie dough. Hannah's learning a new skill, everybody. Because this pastry blender was amazing. (laughs) I was just like in my kitchen and just like, oh my God. <laughs> and like, I didn't even need it to make the scones. I just wanted to see how it would work. And I was like, oh shit, this works so good. I thought this was like a pastry cutter. It was in like the thing that like you roll through like the dough that you've like cut. And so it makes like the waves on the. No. On that. But I also got a pastry scraper, which you can use. It's like a big floppy blade you can use to cut but I don't have like a little roller crimper. I don't have a crimper. This is just to cut butter into flour which I never like doing because my wrists hurt a lot. <laughs> Your wrists hurt a lot anyway. I know but then you're like doing like these little pushy motions with your fingers and I never like doing it. You've, you've always had like the weakest wrists. They don't hurt a lot when I'm not doing anything. <laughs> So, <laughs> when I do nothing, they don't hurt. <laughs> yeah, so I don't do anything. Alright, I mean, when we're done, I'm going to have to see this this uh, pastry cutter as well. I'm sure I could just... Um, no, I want to. I want to see your pastry cutter. Like that's. I need it's, to, uh, so looks, I understand what I'm looking at. Exactly like any other pastry cutter in the world. Nope. I believe nope. it's OXO brand. Nope. nope. Uh, you either show me the one that you have or none at all. Well, none at all then. That's also on point for you. Um, <laughs> I was like, if this is where we're gonna play, I'm not going to play. The other thing is, is like, <laughs> you just came back from the Midwest, uh-huh. and I know that the Midwest, they have this other dish, it's called uh, pasty. Oh, pasta. God, I love pasties. And, but it's spelled like pasties. It is. And it's... Uh. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. Don't defame the pasty. Well, because when you, when I think of of 
when I when I saw the word for the first time and I was like pasties, why are they advertising they're selling pasties for like to go over like nipples? I know what a pasty is, but a pasty. Mm. Well, then I I learned the differentiation between how the word is said, particularly in the Midwest with the pat uh, pasties. Yeah, there's a place in California that made them. They were super good. So what are they? Well, uh, basically, you need fucking pie dough to make them as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a savory meat hand pie, basically. A lot of the times, it's like cubes of potato and beef carrots. Um, it was big in the um, in Minnesota, especially because of all the mines. So it was a really handy food, handheld mm. filling uh, to bring down to the mines to eat for lunch. It's like they would stay warm, too, for a long time. They would time. stay warm for a while. You put them in your little, like, metal lunchbox or whatever <laughs> uh, back in the day. But, mm. yeah, it's just, a, it's just like a meat pie that you can hold. I guess Hot Pockets would be the modern equivalent, but a pasty is way better. Well, anything's better than a Hot Pocket. I would venture to say Taco Bell I was gonna is ask. better than a Hot Pocket. Like, uh... I mean, talk about, I don't, I would eat a Hot Pocket, but I wouldn't buy a Hot Pocket. So I guess like I, Taco Bell is better, because I will buy Taco Bell. If a Hot Pocket is in the house, and I don't got to go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, if it just showed up on my plate, pocket. I'll eat it. But. Carefully. Like, <laughs> I would think long and hard of like, oh, I got to go to the grocery store, or I got to go to Taco Bell. Actually. <laughs> The other new thing I bought in my kitchen that's changing my life is I got an air fryer. Oh. Do you have an air fryer? I do have a hand-me-down hand me air fryer for my parents. Uh, it's been making a lot of steak fries. Oh, God. I got this, like, it's like a combo air fryer slash toaster oven. Um, And I got it, like, last year during Amazon Prime Day. It was, like, half off. But it's because I don't have a toaster. I got it because I wanted to make toast again. <laughs> But it also had an air fryer function. Holy shit, man. Um, It makes great fries. Reheating fries. Like sweet potato fries from the like freezer. And I... I uh, Steak fries or no fries? What do I stand you... by that statement. At least at home. Oh, sweet, Steak fries sweet or no potato fries. fries. Are pretty delicious. You sprinkle yeah, a little get, like get cayenne on cayenne or something on there. Mm. Get out of here. I mean, I love steak fries. Those are my favorite fries. But I've get also a, used get it a to reheat. On them. I don't have any Lowry's, but I've had I've gotten fries from Red Robin and reheating Red Robin fries in the air fryer and having some leftover ranch. That is solid. Um, See, Red Robin uses steak fries. Oh, I know. Plus, they have their own little seasoning, and their ranch is kind of garlicky. It's all perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've gotten really into my air fryer recently, and I <laughs> I never thought I would do this, but the other day I bought um, uh, breaded shrimp from the frozen section. <laughs> 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 but let me tell you what, man. Air fried frozen breaded shrimp? Delicious. Air fry is the best way, I think, to do a lot of the frozen I Stop. think so too. I think it would class up a hot pocket. It might. Uh I'm like really impressed by the air fryer. 
Like uh, I did uh, when I was house sitting for my parents. They have a bigger air fryer, and it's like the inside is like as big too as like the the turntable and like your microwave. That's like mine because it's like combo toaster That's, oven slash air fryer. It's so it's like not the little like basket. It's massive, and the one that they gave me is like a cereal bowl. <laughs> Yeah, because I think most of them are the little basket you pull out and throw stuff in. But, so, in when I was house-sitting, though, um, I discovered pizza rolls that they had in their, in their uh, freezer. And, again, it's one of those, like, well, I'm not going to buy them, but if they're here and it's, like, 9 o'clock, oh, 10 yeah, o'clock and when, I'm I'm, when I'm getting over here, like, I'm going to I'm gonna make some of these. And it took me a little bit to dial in to, you know, because you got to get the, the right consistency of the magma on the inside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they look, they can't be, like, overdone, but they can't, like, but the inside's got to be cooked. And you got you to gotta get the timing right. And That's what I'm still you, working on with the air fryer. But If you don't get it right, then they also explode, and then you have an explosion oh, in the air fryer. you got to clean that. It's such annoying. And the air fryer is a lot more of a pain in the butt to clean um but the pizza rolls i tell you what i, I was, think in an air fryer solid. i don't know it's just like chef's i mean kiss. i still regret that i had pizza rolls but uh I had pizza rolls <laughs> i don't know the air fryer the... just makes the frozen food just pop oh uh, man now i want a bagel bite i want to do some ooh. bagel bites in there or just that would make your own mini bagel bites gotta find some mini bagels because i'm really picky about tomato sauce i don't like the i don't like the tomato sauce in a bagel bite i it, it i mean i'd eat a bagel bite if it was put in front of me like i would eat a hot pocket but but the fact that i bought fucking fried shrimp makes me think i'm gonna buy fish sticks sooner or later and that's a weird path to go down oh you know it'd be good taquitos <laughs> Oh, taquitos would be so good in there. My old roommate used to buy taquitos all the time. That was one of his main food sources, but he would just microwave them. And I was actually like, meh. Ah, oh, oh, ruined. No, because it's just ruined. like a, it's a limp taquito. <laughs> kind of damp. But actually, a taquito in the air fryer would be delicious. Uh, I mean, you just get the cookie sheet out and just put all, put the suckers. Yeah, I don't all know. Those suckers on a cookie sheet on a aluminum foil thing and it wasn't he wasn't a, a big chef <laughs> uh well um so the other week and you'll be you'll be happy so again i'm in my i'm in my like i'm cooking i'm doing i'm doing stuff now that i'm back in my house right me too i made a bunch of, of i May. got some uh zucchini in my life um I'm I'm back on my birria taco kick, mm. which I did send some pictures in in our Discord here, um, and I keep getting a little bit better. So I was trying to do corn tortillas like how you're supposed to do, and like heat the corn tortillas and fry them just a little bit so they stick together. That's how my dad does it. It actually makes a fucking big difference. Hate, fucking hate corn tortillas. And I'm too lazy um, to like want to pull another pan out and fry a tortilla. Yeah. But he made tacos while we were there, and I was like, oh, it is better this way. It's just, I can't, I can't get the process right. I love I mean, a corn I, tortillas. They're my favorite kind of tort, but. Um, so getting back there, I had, I had a, a 
pork shoulder, right, that I, or beef, it was beef shoulder, that's what it was, beef shoulder that I, I birria tacoed, right? So I made the birria meat. Yeah. And then, uh. How's Mara going to do with 4th of July? She didn't like it. Okay. Because they've been sending out fireworks for at least the last week here. I don't do a lot of things on 4th of July here. Um. She mad. <laughs> she is mad. Uh, but with that, the the birria taco meat, I then I had like all shredded, mm-hmm. and I ventured into making enchiladas for the first time. <gasps> enchiladas. I uh, yeah, and They're corn not... tortillas did me dirty. The oh, corn really? tortillas did me dirty. I'm saying enchiladas so... pretty forgiving because sauce basically is for like. Any weird mess up you do with the enchilada, you cover with sauce and it's good. Yeah, but the corn tortillas did not hold together at all. You uh, need to buy different corn tortillas. And, like, they were only, I want to say, two days old. Two or three days old. I think three at the max when I was using them. And, like... Yeah, they can get a little, like... I warmed them before I rolled them. Oh, okay, I was was going to say. You need to warm them. I did... I did all the things and it still crumbled. And I'm just like, at that point, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not doing corn Flour tortilla for enchiladas are totally fine. And I'm just, flour tortillas, they're just, Boring. they don't crumble. They don't break. They don't like, they hold together like gluten. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and come yet, on. Gluten does hold things together. That is its job. I'm, I am held together by gluten. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess my all seasons body is gluten powered. <laughs> Woo! Ah. Um. What? Well, what? What are the other updates I have to update you on before we close out of here? Yeah, because we've been talking cake. about food a lot, and I actually, like I said before, I haven't eaten yet, so. <laughs> uh, I, I the kegerator is back working. Oh. It is functional. You did tell us that. That's good, because we will be there shortly. Yes. Uh, finally, my my shower head um, that I've had for, like, since college, and, like, it's gone with me to different houses and apartments and things. Okay. Finally crapped out. It finally... Um, the button did not, it like, I was giving Mara a bath and, uh, I was trying to stop the water and the button like stopped working. So I had to like push the button to make it stop. But by pushing the button it actually made like the water pressure return. Mara doesn't want to hear about this shower. <laughs> she does not. So with that, um, I got a new shower head. It came today, and I'm really excited. It's a high-pressure one. so. Oh, you need uh, a high-pressure one. I do not like a weak shower. It's got, like, the um, has the fan in the middle of it, the blue, uh. like, fan, and it comes out in, like, a weave, like, net thing. It's, hmm. it's, it's something. I like the ones that you can adjust to different kinds of spray. Mine is not like that, but it is tall enough, so I'm saying it's fine. The thing that I used to bring to all my apartments is one of those like S pipes so that you could actually raise the shower head <laughs> so like, oh, you could this, actually stand underneath it. This one, this one like raises it a whole heck of a lot. Oh, that's like, nice. It, like 
I, I obviously haven't showered since I got it since it just came into the mail mm-hmm. today. Um, but I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I also, when I was at my parents, I stayed in the basement this time. And it reminded me of my basement apartment in Walla Walla, which I still think about sometimes and have dreams about. Did you ever go to my basement apartment? No, I did not. Uh, it was a place. I don't know. Like, it's it's imprinted in my memory. I do dream about it sometimes. And then I was in a basement in Minnesota. And I, I think I'm, I'm a basement person. Which doesn't make very much sense because basements aren't very tall. But, like, I feel very comfortable in the basement. I was very happy to be there. Because it's dark and twisty. It was a lot cooler down there, number one. And it's yeah. a lot warmer in the winter. Maybe because it is a little dark and twisty. It's a little more, like, comforting in on you. Maybe a little claustrophobic. I don't know. I think I might be a basement person. There isn't any basements around here, though. But wow. I'll live above ground. This house is fine. But uh, just when you go below ground, that's when you start getting. That's when I feel like real comfortable. Twisty, like Gollum, and that's and when I get so twisty. Is when I'm below ground. I'm fine the rest of the time. Is what you're saying? Gollum and Jeff. Those are the two people that you knew were down. Who's underground? Oh, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't trying to equate myself with Jeff. <laughs> I, I love Jeff. He just he did he did uh, quite a number of years in the basement apartment. <laughs> you know what? That's okay. I like a basement. It's fine. <sighs> All right. Oh, Jeff. On that note, I think we will wrap up. Uh, I did the intro. I can Hannah, do the outro. What did we? What did we learn this episode? Um, we're still unclear as to whether Marty likes his job, but he still has to write grants, which is not a pro. Um, I think both Marty and I are pro air fryer, so if you don't have one, look into it. Um, Mara hates water. And fireworks. And fireworks. It's a rough, it's a rough weekend for her. Yeah, luckily the cats don't care, but they have been, like, they had to have gone to Nevada or something to get the fireworks they have here, because it sounds like a fucking mortar shell going off. Or an Indian reservation. Uh, I don't know if you can do that in California, though. I think you still have to go out of state for the big ones. Um, I don't know. I don't care for fireworks, but... There's been some, like, real big echoey booms at, like, 11 p.m. And they're just like, oh, it's a lot for not living in a war zone. (laughs) Um, Seems unnecessary, but whatever. Uh, Yes. All right. So we got to get Mara through 4th of July. (laughs) Yep, that's not going to go good. Um, I don't know. Did we learn anything? Oh, I was going to say, you, you, we learned about your magpie, your newest pet. Oh, my newest pet. I do. And I'm hopefully starting a tradition with my parents that every yeah. year I get a gift from 12 vultures. We also learned about the tuba festival. I, yeah, I didn't know about the tuba festival. <laughs> we also 
learned about uh, uh, pasties and pasties. Oh, I mean, I knew about pasties and, and pasties. We, and, we, and we learned about um, uh, uh, what's the knife, the cutter? The pastry cutter, guys. The pastry cutter. You pastry know, we learned blender, about that. maybe it's called? So I don't know. Uh, we we learned a lot. Which we actually did. A, like, to a it, this isn't... This isn't a deep conversation, Hannah and Marty episode. This is a very educational, no. like, learn about other things. Air fryer, episodes. pastry blender, fancy shower head. This is our, like, how to live episode. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, before we go, just want to say I did watch Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Okay. How did you feel? Uh, it's, it's better than the Kingdom of Crystal Crap. And it's, I would say it's after the Temple of Doom for me. So far. It was good. It was different. It was um, a good, solid indie adventure. Um, okay. I, I, and I might have to see it again, Temple too. After Temple of Doom. Well. Temple of Doom it, for, is, like, really hard for me to place. So, I don't like it very much, but it's nostalgia, so I get it a little... So, for me, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last Crusade. Uh-huh. 100%. 1A, 1B. Like, it, it flips. And it's the same, like, with Empire and Return of the Jedi. I think it's like, still it always... Yeah. Uh... And Temple of Dune was always, like, third. Um, Temple of Dune, solid third. And really, my biggest problem with Temple of Dune is Kate, Cap- Kate Capshaw is the worst. She's not good. The worst. She's, I've only, I think uh, I've only seen it twice because I just didn't want to she she really did not do she did not do good things for that and i really liked what's marion she's fucking awesome yeah. and then you go from well, her, she's in this she's in this one she's in this i did of destiny i did like to i actually did like to see her again well, she was in, in the, the alien crystal one crap too and i actually i did like that part i was happy to see her again in that one i didn't yeah. hate crystal crap i guess as much as everyone else did but i think for that i've only seen that one once so it's sitting around temple of doom with to me except i have no childhood memories of watching with my dad so there's less of a tie well i always liked temple of doom growing up because i always ignored kate capshaw because i hated those parts in the movie i just really liked like the adventure part of being in the temple and the short round short round's great i should watch it again to be honest all right well with that i do my dog your is dog like, is freaking out here, yeah so. so we'll talk more about that next week we are plans are optional we are on facebook at op- plans are optional we are on twitter at optional plans if we're one of your 600 or some odd reads that you can do it a day not that we post on there yeah i don't know on twit um uh we are on discord get us get on there to us from our onto our discord um through the Facebook pages where that link is. We'd love to talk and interact with you there. We actually do a lot of interaction. That is our best social means is Discord. Um, and well, and all the hosts interact there. So we'd love to hear from you. With that, uh, hopefully one of these days we're going to get the whole crew back together. Um, and we've we've uh, outsourced it is the editing summer. of the I'm D&D. I'm going to say it might be a while till we get all five of us in one room again. But Well... 
we've outsourced the D and D episode to editing duties. So hopefully we that gets out sooner. We did outsource it. The uh, GM got so annoyed we haven't done it yet. She just took it onto herself. Thank you. Maybe this is just what we need to do. We need to just make her our editor and, every week. Um, well, no, we need to do the second half of the adventure is what we need to do, which is another. Right. Somehow we got to get all of us together again for that. But Soon. All right. But with that, we will talk at you next week. Sorry. Now, now Waffles is like screaming his little head off. Hannah, you have one job. Bye! <laughs> Sorry, I was distracted. There's two of us. Oh, but Waffles is just like screaming. And now Mora, bye! Bye. Yeah. <laughs>